Welcome back to another Hershey Me production. This is the Real Talk Podcast, and I'm your co-host, Mike, with Asia. Hi, guys. In light of the pandemic, um, there's a lot of issues that have been coming up in the households, and we want to have a talk about that tonight and see how you've been coping with COVID. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So I guess first thing is first addressing the elephant in the room, so to speak. Hey, look, it's it's a, like they got a herd of elephants around here. Uh-huh. I mean, the first <laughs> I mean, first things first, I mean really, um people think that COVID is a joke. That's a fact. Um, right now, the uh, numbers are rising. I know here in North Carolina, for real, numbers are rising substantially. Um, the number of deaths, the number of hospitalizations, the number of positive tests. Um, and then you hear a lot of people say, well, everything that they test for, even it's flu, you know what I'm saying? Common colds, they, they're coming back as COVID. But, you know. No. No, <laughs> no. If you test positive for COVID, you got fucking COVID. <laughs> and that's the end of that. And if you look at the hospitals and these people that are actually losing their lives to this, a lot of people just being reckless and careless. It's ridiculous. Um, reading today that they are starting to close, uh, putting more restrictions on the state. They're putting more restrictions on um, in California. Like a lot of restaurants are going back to, you know what I'm saying, eat, uh, dine out only, which is also going to put a strain on the economy because people are being reckless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wear your fucking mask. <laughs> <laughs> Stay your ass at home. That, that, <laughs> like for real. Wash your hands. Stay at home. Do we say yeah. stay at home? Stay at home. <laughs> I think I think we missed that one. Stay your ass at the house. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure we put that one in there. Right along with where your damn ass. Right. I mean, it's a lot of people. It's infringing on your rights because the people are telling you to wear a mask. No, it's not infringing on your rights. It's trying to keep people safe. That's a fact. I mean, I don't have underlying health conditions. I don't think. I'm saying I am black, so I'm saying I might have diabetes, high what? blood pressure, <laughs> the gout. Who knows? <laughs> you just thrust yourself into a medical condition. Like I might I have hypertension. I might want to go go home and drink a whole. You're know saying. Pitch of Kool Aid. I was say some Kool Aid. Some Kool Aid and some pork rinds. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? High cholesterol, all that shit. Fine conditions. Now, you might be predisposed to some of those conditions, but. Okay. Predisposed. You don't strike me as a high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, having the adult. You take too good care of yourself to be rolling into that. I try to. I try to. I try to. But yeah, but uh, even when that said, and that and that takes us, you know what I'm saying, segue right into the first point, like uh, the disparity mm-hmm. as far as us as a community, the black community, um, healthcare. Um, the pandemic has exposed the gaps. And I can even say gaps. These are like craters <laughs> in healthcare because for us as a community as a whole, um, we don't have access mm. to a lot of the healthcare. Um, and even in a lot of the rural areas, like now, you, you know, you can't just go into a doctor's office and sit in, in the waiting room. A lot, of, a lot of doctors are going to doing uh, telehealth. Yeah. yeah, the telehealth. And 
you don't have universal access. You got people in these in these communities that don't even that don't have internet accessible to them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's a lot that plays into this, and people don't think we can say just going out. Oh well, I'm just gonna run to the store. Like me, I was out one day and I was at uh, a Chipotle. Now, some people may be asymptomatic, so you have it and don't have symptoms, but that doesn't mean you can't expose someone else to it. Uh-huh. So I'm standing outside of Chipotle, waiting on the order, and the lady walks up, no mask. She just, you know what I'm saying? She was like, I'm not worried about it. I've already had it. Well, bitch, back up. I had it. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I said that recently. Yeah. I was like, when people come up to me in the store and start talking to me, I feel very offended. Like when you come, it's I don't it's it's weird. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. I can hear you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, give me yeah. don't give me six feet, give me 50 feet. <laughs> I can't hear you. I don't want no no spit particles. None of that. No, none of that. None of that. Like I joke now that like, you know, we've all had this moment now where you get out the car and you just at the door of the store and you're like, shit, and you gotta go back got and yeah, get your yeah. mask, right? I was yeah, just like, it, it. to me, it feels like a repellent. It's like as soon as I go to almost touch the door, it's like my brain to be like, ah, 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 and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like a bug repellent is like, no, uh-uh, 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 go back, go back, you don't have on a mask. Yeah, like, not, people not wearing masks, like, I'm like, just put the fucking mask on. It's not comfortable for anybody. Like, it's not, it's just not. But I'm like, I look at it the same way, like, I mean, imagine if you're about to go get surgery and your surgeon is like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this PPE, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> like, right. I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. You are infringing upon my rights by making yeah. me cover up myself while I cut into your body because there's a chance well, I might sneeze. Some shit. Yeah. Yeah let, me, yeah, let me sneeze all in your organs and shit. I'm just like, yeah. you're doing that. You're walking out into the world going, I don't give a fuck about what you got going. It's like, oh my God, come on. And I have had, you know, it's one thing when it's them. It's another thing when it's us. And I have had people like, oh, well, you know, you're not really supposed to wear a mask all day. Says who? Who told you that? Show me the facts. Right. Show me the facts. You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm like, there are people who work in different industries who have to keep their faces covered all day. But you ain't never been to the nail salon. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you, I mean, you got these medical professionals that are wearing these masks, you know what I'm saying? 12, 13, 18 hours a day. Like, tell them that shit. I'm gonna put this shit on. I'm gonna yeah. put this shit on. You know what I mean? Like, I got, what you mean? Yeah, I got three, four, five masks. <laughs> so, I got. You know I'm saying whatever, like whatever vehicle I get in, I got a mask. Two mask. I got disposable mask. Hey, look, I just wear a fucking mask. Yeah, they're becoming problem. a new. They're becoming an accessory now. It's like, ooh, yeah, right? Yes, yeah, they are. You know what I mean? Look, I've been, Look, I've been thinking of all kinds. Of, I, look, I've been having my Afro ingenuity. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to think of look, put it on your keychain, hanging off your eyeglasses, all kind of shit. I'm trying to. Hey, look, don't tell nobody that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like all kind of ways. To, you know what I'm saying? Keep up with it. Like it's. They will be. I, I really will be, try look, to keep mine in the car. Yeah, they're going to end up being like fried chicken in the black community. They're going to be a staple. But I mean, we're not the first, we're, I mean, this is the first global reason for this, but most, like, other countries you go to, they wear masks. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, in Asia, well, in Asia, but even before all this started, you know what I'm saying, if you're into, you know what I'm saying, the market, you mm-hmm. have to wear a mask. So it's, this has been something they've been doing for ages. This, this wasn't new to them. Yeah, I was watching oh, I, something the other day and they were saying how they're surprised at the rate in um, in Africa and how they haven't been as as hard hit 
their death toll is like something like 40,000 as opposed to the 300-something here in the States. Um, right. But it was like, yeah, because we used to this type of shit. Like, that's really what, they, what their reasoning was. Like, you know, we've, we've, we've fought Ebola and other viruses like that. We already have procedures in place in order to, right. you know what I mean, fight these other things. So we just put those same things into place for this. So I'm just like, right. if it speaks to the selfishness that is out there and people not caring and people just being more concerned about self than they are about others. Um, Cause it's like, you know. People, people are really, really self-absorbed. Yes. You're saying, and entitled. Yep. And that's, and that's pretty much what it boils down to. And COVID doesn't discriminate <laughs> at all. You know what I mean. Um, and with and even with and even with staying at home, I mean that comes with its with its own pressures because oh. now <laughs> because now you have mental, you were saying you have the mental health issues that you're saying that come with that because you got these people that have these businesses that are you're saying pretty much shut down because they are not they within the pandemic and in, within the shutdown, they weren't, can't allow the work. They, you know what I'm saying? They've lost their businesses. You know what I'm saying? People that are working from home that aren't used to being closed up and working from home that are, you know what I'm saying? That are losing their minds. You know what I'm saying? People like, you know what I'm saying? Ourselves that are having to, you know what I'm saying? Become scholars, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Educators. <laughs> Like, I, I mean, I know at the beginning of the year, like I was at a point, like I was about to pull my fucking hair. I was like, I cannot, I will not, you know what I'm saying? Green eggs and ham with this shit. I can't. You <laughs> about to pull your beard hair out? <laughs> hey, look, one by one, like, I just, oh. <laughs> like, get it together. Because it was, I know sitting going through my daughter's work, and I mean, granted, my daughter's smart. I, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm not an educator. So the ways that they use for teaching in a school, you know what I'm saying? They're trained to do that. You know what I'm saying? They got, they talk to different teachers. They get different ways. You know what I'm saying? They come up with little songs and they do little dances and, you know, that's what they do to teach. Yeah. Well, it, as parents, it is our job, you know what I'm saying, to enforce, you know what I'm saying, what they teach at school. But Some we are not, yeah. yeah, but we, you know what I'm saying, but we're not teachers or educators as far as mm -hmm. that goes. So trying to teach my daughter, I was, I was, at a, I was having a time with it <laughs> and it, the workload and what it was, was ridiculous. Cause I was like, I know, I know there is no way that they're doing this, all this work every day in school, not this amount of work. No. no, about about three weeks into it, they sent out a message. Was like, yo, um, so we got a lot of complaints <laughs> about the workload, so we start splitting the lessons up, and oh my god, shit got a whole lot easier. Yeah. Um. Even now, um, having the asynchronous and asynchronous um classes. Like now, one of her teachers comes online, and all her work she does within her meetings. Uh -huh. So that that was a help. So I mean, still you have to work together with you. You're know saying with the teachers, you're know saying and parents, but it's a lot because again, people with jobs that have mental. You're know saying with that mental health, a lot of uh, employers are putting in place. Um, mental health strategies for the employees because this is a this is a real thing and it's it's causing it to be it was a real stigmatism at one time and now a lot of that is being taken away because they are starting to see like hey ptsd on any level stress on any level could is actually a real thing yep Anxiety. Yeah, so all of that. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so now, again, you have to be careful 
don't like we were talking earlier, you just can't go into your boss and be like, I can't take this. Ah! Hit the rope. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna you're fired. We'll get somebody else. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take your take your sick leave and um the paid leave. And uh, <laughs> I'll I'll fill out your two week notice. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> worry about it. But at the same time, hey, but you have to be careful. You know what I'm saying when you talk to your HR person, you know what I'm saying because you don't want to give them too much information about your medical, you know what I'm saying with your medical situation mm -hmm. because now you're giving them cause, yes, yep. absolutely, yeah. So, That's hey, about... yeah, so you know, hey, be like, look, I had a hard time with this, it's a little bit stressful. Um, I might need to step away, take a break, and that's you know what I'm saying, that's real. shit. Because now you're at home and they're expecting you, okay, you're not in the office, you don't have to go anywhere. So now you can work more. No, that don't mean I can work more. That means I'm home with these kids running around. Trying not to get fired because you hit them in the background. <laughs> right. And it's like, there's not a lot of opportunity for breaks, like like life breaks. You know what I mean? Like I've never, I've never spent more time with my children than I have since March of this year. And that has its bonuses and its disadvantages. Like, there's no ability to like, woosa. you know what I mean? Like, right. usually by the time that moment for that would come, you're exhausted. It's the end of the day. Only thing you could do is crawl in the bed and fall asleep and start all over again the next morning. And you know, right. in my case, I got three in virtual school and then I still got a toddler. But I've had to navigate these systems in a way I've never had to navigate before, like just managing my son's medications and, you know, I mean, those different things you have to be, you, you have to be, you're pulled in way more directions and you're pulled a lot further in those directions. Right. Because, you know, I can't bring him in for his observational visits. There, there is none of that. So now I have to do the observational work at home. You know what I mean? And fill out the yeah. forms and write in, and then talk to the doctor and talk to the psychiatrist and talk to the, and that would have been one visit, three hours done. You know what I mean? And I just would have right. had to sit there. But now I got to be the psychotherapist. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and be yeah, like, look. oh. You know, he is doing this, but now I don't know if this is, you know what I mean? Like, this is not my right. damn expertise, but now you have to lean into me because you're not about to sit here and watch the boy play on Zoom for three hours. You want me to right. sit still and watch him play for three hours. Yeah. So it's, it's just, <laughs> it's being pulled in a lot of different directions and having to navigate and manage all of those things. Can he roll a ball to you? Will he roll, if you roll a ball to him, will he roll it back? You know what I'm saying? Is he trying to write his name? You know what I'm saying? Is he making words? You know what I'm saying? Is he yeah, that, that type of situation. Like, that's normal kid stuff to me. So I was like, huh? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah like they want you I to be the occupational therapist and then the teachers, you know, and it's like, I, I have friends that are teachers, so I understand their side of it. You know what I mean? But it's just, right. it's a lot because it's kind of like, like I said, it's, there's no space for grace. Right. Like, yeah. It's very different to have to get up in the morning and send your kids on the bus. And then you kind of have your day to like, and then you can reset and prepare for the latter part of that day. You know, after right. school, homework, dinner, da, da, da. That's not a thing anymore. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? All day, it's an all day event. It's all day. All day, every day, every day event. And like, I'm about to have kids split. I'm about to have one in the building four days a week, two at the house, three at the house. So it's like, even though I got one less, I still have to, and here's the thing, it's like before, like they're kind of, they were like um, fitting homework into the day. Do you get what I'm saying? So they were kind of doing that during the day. So when school was done at three, school was done. You know what I mean? But that's not how this is gonna work. So now it's like, okay, I have these two plus the toddler at the house. They might be done at three, but now this one's coming home. Now I have to do homework and this and that. You know what I mean? So right. it's just like oh, yeah. a bit tired. <laughs> oh, oh. 
all day event. All day event. All day event. But COVID, yeah, is, is COVID has brought out the, the best and the worst in everybody. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely has been a season of a season of facing your demons. Yeah, I'm, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, you talking about facing demons, you got teachers being, you know what I'm saying, virtually harassed. Oh. And that's crazy. You okay, think it's only on Facebook. Doing the most? The, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got, <laughs> you thought it was just, <laughs> you thought it was just Facebook or Instagram. Oh. No, you got, te- you got teachers being sexually harassed on Zoom, <laughs> doing the Zoom meetings. It's, it's crazy. People just have no no coof about themselves. No tax, no coof, no, like, you know this child is in school. Why do you walk around naked? Like, it's that type of, why are y'all smoking in the background? Like, come on. Yeah. Why why are you trying to, you know what I'm saying? Why are you trying to tell your teacher she looks sexy? You know what I'm saying? Why she doing a Zoom meeting with with the kids? Listen, listen. I have seen and heard some of the most ghetto moments um just listening to like i said i got three in zoom classes you know what i'm saying so i'm like that's kind of all you hear and you're just like what (laughs) you know what i mean like go get and then this is this 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 is the thing is the teachers that are like go get your go get your parents and you're like you know i'm doing shit right like yeah but I mean that that is that that is that is a part of that issue too because even with the schools, um, you got a lot of parents now, and these are some of the teachers. Uh, I guess the teachers' complaints is that a lot of the parents, because of the the virtual schooling, the parents are just not involved. Uh-huh. They're not involved with the, you know what I'm saying, or I can't say as involved. They're not involved at all. And I had just had my. Um, <laughs> did the meeting with my, the parent-teacher conference with my daughter. Um, and we had just did her reading assessment. So she's first grade. She reads on a second, a mid, the mid-second grade level. So when we did her parent-teacher conference the next week, her English teacher was like, I really don't know why we're here. Like, <laughs> we don't, like, we don't have to be here. I just did it. Like, she's doing outstanding. Like, I'm glad to see that you are as involved with her as you are. I mean, even when my kids were in, I'm saying brick and mortar, as they call it now. Uh Um, My kids were in, the principal was like, you are one of the most involved parents like I've ever seen. Like we were, me and the principal were friends. Like we was cool. She's like, yeah, I don't, you know what I'm saying? You are up here all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't got to worry about you coming. I ain't got to worry about, you know what I'm saying, trying to get in contact with you, worried about you, you know what I'm saying, handling your kids when there's an issue. Like, you're here. I was like, I mean, and I'm thinking to myself, like, what parent wouldn't, but every it's parent not always is an not. Option. Yeah, yeah, it's not always yeah. an option. I mean, for me, it was harder because I work second shift. Yeah. So I missed but a I mean, lot yeah. of parents. But that's understand, but that's understandable. Functions. Yeah. So it was a lot harder, but it's like, yeah, you do you do what you can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the most you can do is you do what you can with that situation. Yeah. And even with and we go back to talking about um accessibility. <clears throat> even with schools and a lot of these kids like where I graduated from in Georgia, um, like a lot of those rural areas that have, they, they don't have internet, don't have high speed internet. So these kids don't have access. So they give example, my nieces and nephews, they gave them uh, a hotspot to use. Now for anybody that knows you know, anything about internet, you get the hotspot, pretty much what happens is, you know what I'm saying, you take the phone signal, you turn it into, you know what I'm saying, a wireless, you know what I'm saying, router for the most part. But if you don't have a phone signal, if you can't get a signal, 
you can't use a fucking hotspot. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's how. They're gonna phone sick. So and I think you can afford internet. Like if you, even if you can, it's like because not all places are giving free internet. So that's if you right. can afford internet. But with but a hotspot, that's what it does. That's what it's for. It, it turns the phone signal, the actual phone signal, into the inter, the internet signal. So that being said, but if you don't have a phone signal, you don't have internet either. That's just ridiculous. So what the point? Is the, what is the point? And it's uh, it's it's, it's crazy. Government, they don't want to pay the money to get the. You know what I'm saying all these fiber wires and rent out in these rural areas to give these people access. So this internet again goes back to you know what I'm saying people having the you know what I'm saying the televisits. They can't do the televisits because they don't have fucking internet. This is is just is stay your ass at home. <laughs> Stop fucking up the country while you got their mask. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. I'm about to say take a drink, but then again, that leads to a whole that leads to a whole other situation. What? Because now you got, hey, we spoke about it earlier, um, with addiction, and that you know, saying that also being uh, another uh, avenue of <clears throat> medical access. Um. People don't have access to um, addiction centers. So it's so it's crazy. You can't uh, people are picking up new habits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying sitting at home with the kids. You know what I'm saying running around, jumping off the walls all day. I need a drink. <laughs> I know somebody told me up there was like, dude, I'd have been through two fifths of a a crown in three days. I was like, dude. You might have a problem. But next time, call me so I can drink with you. (laughs) Relationships are crumbling. Um, Domestic violence is at an all-time high. Um, Instances of domestic violence. Um, It's just a lot because you know they say you don't know you don't know you don't know somebody until you live with them. It's right. like, ah, imagine being trapped with them, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. You done stuck uh, these people in the house with, with, you know what I'm saying, with their abusers, with their killers, and they can't go anywhere. That's Nowhere. A, that's a fact. Or yeah. it may not even, you may not even know that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you may not even know that's what it is. Like, being in this situation um, and being confined to people, right? right. Um, can sometimes, like you said, bring out the ugliest parts of a person. Yeah, people with these mental health issues that are trapped in these houses, you know what I'm saying? People, you know what I'm saying? And it, like myself, you know what I'm saying? With, you know what I'm saying, PTSD. Now, mine isn't that on that spectrum, but at the same time, you have people that you know what I'm saying have those, but okay, now we don't we can't get to that type of counseling. And it happens and it turns into not that all types some types of some people's addictions are, you know what I'm saying, by choice. Some people's happen by circumstance. Yeah. But it turns into that type of situation. And that is what this pandemic is doing to not us as a community, but doing to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't think I ever used Zoom before the pandemic. <laughs> I don't think. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, I don't think I heard of Zoom before the pandemic. Uh, not before the pandemic. I heard of it before, but I definitely wasn't using it. But it's just like, um, I mean, it's the way I run my business. You know what I mean? <laughs> Via Zoom, um, and like a lot of other people, um, having to do the same thing, um, it's just it's a lot of a, it's causing a lot of adjustment, 
and a lot of change yes. and a lot of um yeah just a lot of adjustment and change and I mean my daughter I know she stole it from a meme but she had me laughing earlier because she was like when the new year hit can we just yell out Jumanji she was like what are we on like level 11 now like I'm good on this year and I was yeah. like that's a fact I feel you you know what I mean I was like Twenty twenty, not yeah. so much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I mean, because after the pandemic, you think of how much, even once it dies down, how much the world in well, itself and how we, you know, what I'm saying how we conduct ourselves has changed, and how much, how much of that should or will remain in place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. It'll be a totally different atmosphere. I mass going away. I, I me either, me either, and, and I, I really, as not, I mean, especially not in the next five years. Like that, that to me, that I, I don't see in the next five years. Really, I don't see it going away because even with the vaccine, they said they're they're rolling out. They're talking about even when they start rolling out next year, May, April timeframe, that it still won't be available to the general public. It's oh. only going to you know what I'm saying healthcare workers, more than likely military. They they don't start there. And people with money. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. all about the money. And they're talking about uh, how how it has to be stored. So even transporting it to these places is going to be um, is going to be difficult because it has to be at uh, sub zero temperatures, um. transported and stored. And a lot of these places don't have the capability of doing that. So even once you get it to these medical facilities, they have mm-hmm. to have a way to store it, you know what I'm saying, and keep it so they can administer this. So if not, you're gonna have a whole bunch of batches that's gonna go bad. People got to, you know what I'm saying, remake it. So that's a whole bunch of money that's out the window. So it's it's a lot going into it. And then it's and like, I, still don't know what the adverse, the full-on adverse effects are, how that affects right. certain people with certain conditions. Like, right. not everybody right. can get a flu shot. Not everybody can get it. You know what I mean? So right. it still leaves. But I mean, the flu itself was a pandemic at one point. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it gives you some hope, right? You know what I mean? It's like, it gives you some level of hope. That this yeah. is something that can be manageable. Like it's never going to go away, but will it become something that is manageable? I, I believe that, one hundred percent. I mean, hey, well, they say they did away with smallpox, but the, there was a resurgence of smallpox. But that was because right. people stopped getting vaccinated. Right. Absolutely. You understand? Know but it's like. Because you, because you got all these anti-vaxxers out here that think you know what I'm saying because I like to call them know, anti-vaxxers. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that that's yeah, those two. I mean, I got all my vaccinations. My kids got all their vaccinations. You know what I'm saying everybody's healthy. There's a whole bunch that's of kids fine. out here that got all their vaccinations. That's a fact. These kids, you know what I'm saying are healthy. So just because you don't vaccinate your kid doesn't mean that your kid is going to be any healthier than anybody else's kid. That just means your kid is more susceptible, you know what I'm saying, to the common disease and be able because to spread that shit around. People think that yeah. because there's the vaccine, that's not the disease. No, if the disease itself had been eradicated, then you're right, there would be no need for the vaccine. But the disease Absolutely. itself is still out here. It just is not affecting us in the same way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, most people... Like the varicella vaccine, the chickenpox vaccine didn't exist when I was a kid. That wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? But when my kids got it, I'm like, okay, but they still ended up getting chickenpox. They just didn't get like the version that I got. You know what I mean? Like they just got like rash, but it was it wasn't anything like ridiculous. But they were just like, no, like the vaccine doesn't make you some people it makes you completely immune. But really what it's doing is making sure that you don't get this full version of it and then also it's to prevent you from ending up with shingles later on in life which is much worse so i'm like oh okay but unfortunately for people like me that's not an option i mean because i I mean i've known people that have gotten that you know saying gotten that chicken pox vaccine they've had chicken pox one lady 
I talked to her and she said her daughter has had chicken pox. She's 30 at the time. This has been a few, a few years back. At the time she said her daughter was 32, has had chicken pox four times. <laughs> has had chicken pox four times. Hey, I don't know. Maybe she was in the chicken coop. <laughs> Like, you ain't supposed to get it multiple times. But I mean, but you can. You can I mean, there are people that, but, yeah, that can get, but she's, you know what I'm saying? But she's had, she's had chicken pox four times and she's had it three times in her adult life. Yeah, but at that point it's, it's fucking shingles. But yeah. <laughs> no, no, but there's, I mean, but there's a difference between chicken Yeah, I know there's a difference, but it's, it's way more painful as an adult than it is as a kid. I yeah. take chicken pox as a kid for 500 Alex over chicken pox as an adult. Yeah. It's a whole thing. People, people. I am still hesitant about the vaccine, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm, re- I'm, I'm really hesitant about the vaccine. I'm hesitant about the vaccine. I really don't want to like be, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, have the Tuskegee situation happen with me right. or my peoples. You know what I mean? Um, it does feel like the plot out of one of those zombie movies. I'm just being real. You know this. Hey, I feel you. <laughs> I mean, like, because you think, I mean, because if you actually, I mean, you think about it, it takes almost 10 years to develop, you know what I'm saying, and test a vaccine. And for you to go through and create, well, create and test. Now you want to create and say you created and tested a vaccine in all of 10 months. And now you're prepared to give, you know what I'm saying, to distribute this vaccine amongst people. And they're, it's going to be okay. No, I can't, you know what I'm saying, like, I can't, you, you're not going to get a, you know what I'm saying, I stand behind that. I stand behind that because I we haven't been in the military. I why Trump is still there. <laughs> But see, but see, okay. Look, I, I mean, okay. You look at it like this. You know what I'm saying? You think. You know what I'm saying? Even with some of the shit, the shit that he's done, and if you know, don't do it. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a total. I'm not. A, you know what I'm saying? I'm not jumping on his bandwagon. Okay. But even even with some of the policies that he has put in place, um, to kind of lower, you know what I'm saying, uh, prescription medications. You think Pfizer said nothing about this vaccine until Biden took office and was like, yo, you're saying I'm about to be the president. Now Pfizer was like, Pfizer was like, yo, we got the vaccine. You're know saying come pay for it. Oh. So I'm, I, I think it's, it's all about a money situation. Maybe, maybe there are people out there that, but that are actually- But weren't they part of that, 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 that compound? I don't know if, it was, if Pfizer was a part of that or not. But there was like a, a group of major pharmaceutical companies that came together and they signed that deal saying that they would come up with work together yeah. to come up yeah. with something for warp, COVID, yeah, but would speed. not make it. Yeah, warp speed. Come on, warp speed. Is that what it was? I know it was like the yeah. guy from, from Amazon and all of that was on the board, but they were basically saying that they wouldn't, they would come up with something for COVID, but they would all work together to like and share information amongst each other in order to be able to do that so that it wouldn't be like a money grab. Well see um, Pfizer now Pfizer said they weren't a part of that. Um, I don't know. If you've ever gotten a vaccine, you know the version that you're getting is based on what your insurance pays for. So well, I got, I got, I got damn good insurance. So they better be getting. Look, I better be getting that top, get the top of the line. The top of the line, zombies. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. It's just zombies. <laughs> Let me know what happens, though. All right, <laughs> hit me up. Let me know yeah. how you're feeling in a couple of days. Hey, look, you know saying, start me, craving like, raw meat. All that. Hey, well, you know, I already eat my meat medium rare, so. Uh... Nah, nah, I'm talking about just straight <laughs> out the freezer. Like if you start. <laughs> You just, just cut me aside. Just go in there and cut me aside of beef off and just start munching on it like that. Just let me know. So I know. Uh-huh. Hey, fuck it with that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that. We don't need them kind of problems. No, yeah. thank you. I'm but I mean, if, it, if it's proven to be 
helpful, then I would advise it. I just hope that there is a push to make it available in you know heavily impacted communities. I really hope that there is a push. You know, once you test it on the rich white folk first. But I, <laughs> that shit is gonna be like you know what I'm saying, uh, mesothelioma. Uh, if you it's got the like, COVID vaccine in 2021, yes. <laughs> you baby. <laughs> That's gonna be like Agent Orange. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That best. shit gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? That shit's gonna be like that her and your mesh. Oh my God, <laughs> no. Let's hope for the you best. Saying? Let's 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 hey, push look. on optimism, sir. Let's hope that, you know, this is not the hey, end of that? things. What you know what I'm saying? If you what was that little that little uh birth control? If oh you got God. this implant, oh, you know what I'm saying? No. If you use this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? They gonna come out. You know what I'm saying? Does cause headaches, diarrhea. You know what I'm saying? Upset stomach. Upset stomach. Yeah. No. So, so I think you know what I'm saying. So the I think, side of optimism. Stop it! You put negative energy into the air. Okay, let's I'm sorry, on I'm the sorry. side of optimism and My hope bad. this is a this is a real. Uh, help with the situation, and we can go back to being outside like real normal people again, like with masks on and shit. But at least we out here, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, I'm not. I'm waiting at least a year before I get a COVID vaccine. I gotta, yeah, I, I, guess, I gotta wait. I, I, gotta, I gotta wait a year, I at least a year, to see. How do other zombies react? As someone with multiple uh, autoimmune disorders, right, and therefore right. underlying conditions, you're right. I'd rather let other people figure that shit out first, and then let me know if it's good. Because I'm already compromised, so I don't need to add anything to the mix over here that doesn't need to be there. Um, but I also have four school-aged children who are like cesspools for germs. So, um, <laughs> you saying kids are little petri dishes anyway? That's, so. a That's a fact. That's a fact. So, you know, it's a risk. It's a risk. It's a risk. It's a risk. But that is the world that we live in now, whether we like it or not. Um, but I, somebody asked me the other day, like, Wendy, when was the last time that you think your life was disimpacted by something that happened, like, on that big of a scale? And I was like, I had to really think about it for a minute. And I was like, life as I knew it, like, the basic day-to-day -day things were shifted for me as a New Yorker post 9-11. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it was like simple things that you took for granted, being able to move certain ways, go certain places, do certain things. Um, just that feeling of like security and safety, you know what I mean? Um, the ground quite literally shook underneath our feet. So I think in some ways, having experienced that magnitude of a crisis, um, kind of gives you some perspective when going through this type of crisis. I mean, it don't make it easier. You know right. what I mean? But you just like, you know, people adjust and they adapt. You know yeah. what I mean? People were pissed off about having to take their shoes off in the airport. People were mad about full body skins. People were mad right. about all of those things when they first were required. But they, those are things that had to be put in place to make things safer for us. So right. now it's like shit. You just prepared. You know when you go to the airport, you wear them socks. Wear flip flops on the bottom, <laughs> and you wear some flip flops. And you don't go make sure you got socks on because that shit nasty. But you yeah, at least, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? You get you the hospital socks with the rubber you, you on the bottom. Yeah, you, yeah, you wear slides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You just you slide yeah. right through that mug. You know what right I mean? Through. Like, like yeah. you clear yourself. You know what I mean? Like me. I very rarely go through the airport and I don't have to get in that fucking machine with the air and shit. And I'd be like, where, where am I hiding this? But okay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I'm like, where am I? Every time. Every time. Well, 
every time. A couple times they want to see, they want to see you every time. And every time they're like, "Come on!" And I'll be like, "Yeah, ah. yeah." He, he want to see you. Crazy with me. And it'd be All the right. same. Look, it'd be the same TSA agent on it. No, <laughs> no. It's been different airports, different bullshit. But I just like, damn, every time. But nonetheless, you adjust. You know what I'm saying? Right. You you don't. You go to the store, and that's why everything that's travel size is three ounces or less. The world adjusts. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. And so I feel like that's what that's what will happen now. And those who don't adjust will die. Yeah. <laughs> that's real shit. Hey, you don't want to wear masks? That's cool. Dar- look, Darwin said. Cool. I mean, look, Darwin said it's not the survival of the fittest. It's what the it's survival of the smartest. It's the survival of the smartest. Oh, that's a lot so, of stuff my, my ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a, a, and it's a lot, of, it's a lot of stupid. There's a lot of stupid that's going to fall off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when they fall off, they'll leave the rest of us. <laughs> to survive and thrive. You know, yeah. People like that, you know what I call them? I call them ABC specialists. They specialize in anything but common sense. Hey, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Anything but common sense. You gotta love you an ABC specialist. Like they got an answer for everything. They know everything. They don't know shit. Yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like <laughs> they don't know shit about that. And those are the people that are like, oh, you really think this COVID shit is real? Yeah, I do. I want you yeah. to go tell those three hundred and something thousand people and their family members that it ain't real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want you to go. I want you to walk up. To one of those family members and be like, no, you know that's not what we're here, what really happened. You know what I mean? They be looking at you like oh, them, people that's br- them people that's bringing in, you know what I'm saying, with the uh the ice trucks for the bodies. Facts. You know what I'm saying yeah. I saw a story today where they having uh prisoners in San Quentin willing to move and bury the bodies because the morgues and stuff are so overwhelmed with the amount of bodies and not enough places to put them. Like at this point. They're doing like mass burials at Potter Hill, Potter's Field in New York, which is usually where, you know, the Jane Doe's and stuff. That's right. usually where they're going. Uh, yeah, unknown. Yeah. Yeah, but now they're doing mass because there's just not enough places for all these people. And a lot of these people were, you know, not prepared to die. So they don't have things in place you know what i mean like people are having to cremate their family members just because they don't have any other option like so it's like i i I really hate when people and their conspiracy theories it's like come on like fact-based information is available if you look for it you know what i mean fact-based information is available if you look for it and at the end of the day this is not preventing this, slowing this, and eventually stopping this doesn't actually require a lot on us. Yeah. I mean, sit your ass in the house, read a book, preferably a book about, I don't know, COVID, safety guidelines, <laughs> an encyclopedia, a dictionary, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, read a book, wash your hands, wear a mask, shut the fuck up. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's it. Yeah. I don't want to go on a national lockdown again. I don't want to go on a lockdown period. Then the only way that's going to happen is if people start taking these precautions seriously. And that's real. Like I told you when I said when we started, when people come up to me in the aisle and they start talking to me and A, they don't have on a mask, which doesn't happen as often, but they get real close. And yeah. I can tell you don't got your mask on, right? Like, I can see your nose holes. You fucking up. No, I feel very offended. I feel like you don't know me. Yeah, you don't, you don't care stuff. about my life. Yeah, like, no, go home yeah. You know what, what I'm saying? Like, you're saying like, like you said earlier, you're saying you can't be a part of the problem and complain about the solution. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Who said that shit? I said that shit. You said that shit. Well, uh, a little bit smart. <laughs> you said that. I might be. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's really good. You cannot. So, that's, so, so this is how we are dealing with COVID. You know that's a fact. We stand, we stand in the house and we, you know what I'm saying, sipping on crown. Staying in the house. <laughs> staying in the house and recording yeah. podcasts and vlogs so we can feel like we're still connected. 
Awesome. <laughs> that. You went vanilla pot. <laughs> We're gonna be alright. We're gonna be alright. Yeah, one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. So that's how we're dealing with COVID. If uh, you have any other solutions or ideas and how to deal with COVID, hey, text, post, hit us up. We might get back with you. It may not, depending <laughs> on how close you are. You know say Because we still got to keep that social distancing. I don't need my phone catching viruses either. Mm-mm, no, we'll be doing everything via Zoom. So Hershey Me Productions will be hosting monthly check-in events uh, for people who have been a part of the platform or people who are interested in it. Um, think of it as like a conference call or a Zoom party, if you will. Um, we'll just get in, we'll talk, we'll talk about what's going on with Hershey Me Productions, but also just, like I said, an opportunity to check in and feel connected with each other. So that information will be posted onto the Hershey Me Instagram, as well as the Royal Review Hershey Me Facebook group as well. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys take advantage of the opportunity. And this is not just for y'all, this for us too. (laughs) Of course, you know what I'm saying? We need people too. We, We need each other. The struggle, the struggle is real. Look, both of us holding our heart. The struggle is real. <laughs> the struggle is real. All right. So that has been our podcast, Real Talk Podcast. See you, ladies and gents, next week. All right. Goodbye. Bye.